This is the Natural Eye Care Podcast, hosted by leading holistic optometrist Dr. Mark R. Grossman. Senior citizens are at the highest risk of developing macular degeneration, glaucoma, cataracts, dry eye, and more. The Natural Eye Care Podcast provides complementary and natural approaches to vision problems, eye health, and overall health. Find out how lifestyle, diet, and nutrition can help maintain healthy vision and even improve eyesight. Dr. Grossman has degrees in optometry, biology, physical education, and learning disabilities. He is a New York State licensed acupuncturist. With 40 years of experience, he has co-authored the book, Natural Eye Care, Your Guide to Healthy Vision and Healing. Dr. Grossman. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Mark Grossman, integrative eye doctor and acupuncturist, and today's podcast is on blue light. That's right, blue light. We hear about it all the time from the sun, from our screens, from our computers. And why is artificial blue light from our screens bad? A couple reasons. One is, it can cause eye strain and vision problems, which we'll talk about. And it can suppress melatonin production and stop the melatonin from being released in our bodies. This is really important, and I'm going to be discussing why in today's podcast. Is it bad to sleep with blue light on? The answer is yes. Believe it or not, blue light from screens or your phone or even coming from a digital alarm clock or an on button on your TV can penetrate your closed eyes. Blue light has so much power, even closing your eyes won't keep it out. Once you're ready to sleep, make sure to turn off all devices. Research has shown that eyes can detect blue light even through closed eyelids, and this will affect melatonin production. Research demonstrates that it's important to sleep in a room as dark as possible. Compared to a dark, controlled night, light delivered through eyelids suppressed melatonin by 36% after 60-minute light exposure at the beginning, 45% suppression at the middle, and 56% at the end of the night. Also, do not use a nightlight. Believing daytime has arrived, your biological clock instructs your pineal gland to immediately cease its production of melatonin. Whether you encounter the light for an hour or just a few seconds, the effect is exactly the same and your melatonin pump doesn't turn back on when you flip the light back off. When you turn on a light at night, you immediately send your brain misinformation about light and dark. And why is melatonin important? Lack of melatonin has been linked to problems with sleep and also to inflammation, immune function, and even cancer. How does anti-blue light glasses help melatonin in sleep? It appears that seeing any blue light can stop melatonin secretion. That would be light that falls in the 400 to 500 nanometer range. This particular range of blue light on the visible light spectrum has been proven to suppress melatonin. Now, the good news is that when we manage our exposure to blue light so that it matches the natural light cycles of day and night, then melatonin production can be released in our bodies as it should be. During the day, the pineal gland, 
which is where the third eye is between the eyebrows, where melatonin is produced, is basically not active and not creating the melatonin. When the sun goes down, the doctor signals the pineal to turn on and begins to actively produce melatonin, which is then released into the blood. Usually this occurs around 9 p.m. As a result, melatonin levels in the blood rise sharply and you begin to feel less alert. Sleep becomes more inviting. Melatonin levels in the blood stay elevated for about 12 hours, all through the night, before the light of a new day, when they fall back to low daytime levels by around 9 a.m. Daytime levels of melatonin are barely detectable. Besides adjusting the timing of the clock, bright light has another effect. It directly inhibits the release of melatonin. That is why melatonin is sometimes called the Dracula of hormones. It only comes out in the dark. Even if the pineal gland is switched on by the clock, it will not produce melatonin unless the person is in a dimly lit environment. In addition to sunlight, artificial indoor lighting can be bright enough to prevent the release of melatonin. What are the 10 best ways to block blue light from screens? The key to blocking blue light is to know how much you're blocking and layer it on you like sunscreen. As the sun sets, your eyes need to start getting less and less blue light so that a good two to three hours before sleep, you're not getting much blue light, if any. So eliminate 35% of blue light on your devices. Start by filtering some blue light and digital glare by investing in a screen protector that you can put over your computer. That not only protects from scratches, but also includes a blue blocking film that goes over your phone, tablet, or laptop screen. Filter or block around 50% of blue light in that's all around you. You can also try the lighter or clear blue blocking glasses that are offered everywhere. I recommend a company called Pixel. For more information on Pixel, you can go to my website, naturaleyecare.com. Eliminate up to 75% of blue light with amber glasses. Certified to block 75% of blue light in the 400 to 700 nanometer range, these soften and filter some blue light and give your eyes nice relief with amber lenses. This amber tint actually adds clarity and protection. I recommend them for all daytime screen use, especially for children. Many participants in the study of blue light and insomnia wore amber glasses two hours before bed and they slept better. Blue light during the day with orange tinted glasses. We like to keep these orange tinted glasses on our desk to use anytime we want to avoid digital blue light and let our eyes relax. These warming tones really help soften screens as well as block out a lot of nasty blue light. Use software to adjust the range of blue light on your device. Install F-Lux on your computer screen. It can change the color temperature of your screen to eliminate much of the blue light your screen emits. However, be aware that you'll still be exposed to the digital LED lighting that is part of any screen. Also, give Night Shift a try on your iPhone 
and program it to come out at to come on at 7 p.m. It gives you the ability to adjust the blue light on the screen to warmer tones. You can set it up to come on automatically at any time. Just like F-Lux, it won't eliminate the LED lighting from the screen, but the warmer tones will help with the color of light to which you're exposed. So for a good night's sleep, be mindful of some of these changes. Change bedroom lighting to softer light and ditch the night light. Use screens that are not backlit like some e-readers. Always try to match the screen brightness to the level of light in the room for less eye strain. This is a really great way to decrease eye strain. Mom may not approve, but it's actually a healthier for your eyes to watch TV than to read a book on your phone or tablet. The farther you are from a screen, the better it is for your eyes. And I still don't recommend watching a lot of TV. But try to stay farther away, and if you do need to use your phone or tablet, try to use the orange or blue filtered glasses. Be mindful of how close your face is to your cell phone, not just because of blue light, but because it makes your eyes work harder. Try the 20-20-20 rule. For every 20 minutes on the computer, find something 20 feet away and look at it for 20 seconds. And here, this is really important. I do this myself every night. Create a dark sleeping space. I put a cover over my eyes when I go to sleep. Try a battery-operated or analog clock that doesn't have a digital readout. This way, you won't have that blue light coming from that. So these are some good ideas to keep your eyes healthy and to stop the effects of blue light on your system. For more information, go to my website, naturaleyecare.com. Have a great day. For more information, visit naturaleyecare.com and drgrossman2020.com. Our email address is info at naturaleyecare.com. If you have any questions, call us, 845-475-4158. And if you don't already subscribe to this podcast, please subscribe and review us.